If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in... King Kong is fighting the Mobile Suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine? You're soaring high above the skies, free as a bird. Suddenly, you awaken, only to be disappointed it was only a dream. Or you're in a dark, long hallway. Someone is chasing you, but you can't seem to run fast enough. You jump up in bed, panicked, and yet relieved it was only a nightmare. Or maybe... Or maybe I create a nightmare just for you, Fritzy. <laughs> How about being stuck recording these intros for this podcast forever? Um, well, actually, that would be awesome. I love this podcast. Uh, wait, wait a minute, you, you're not scared by that? Um, not really, no. Oh, uh, well, how about that whole fire thing when I showed up? Well, it wasn't really frightening, but it looked cool. Oh, really? Thanks. I, I worked real hard on that, so it would look cool. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I had an idea for one of those beginning intro segues... I thought it would be kind of funny if, like, you know, you had to go... Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. This is Will Stark. Will. Yes. This question was inspired by an actual dream I had. Oh. And (laughs) the only reason it was inspired like this was because I felt like it was a dream that, you know, felt like it could possibly happen. And the question is, what if your dreams or nightmares came true? All right, give me parameters. We got to start here because, oh, God. So the parameters are you have a dream or a nightmare and okay. or a nightmare. I, I would like to discuss if you, you know, yes, like of course. one we'll of each. Both. Yeah. Yes. And when you awaken, you find that it had come true or into existence just in case if you're maybe your nightmare is like some being or I'm going to need more whatever. parameters, but go ahead. Um. So, well, what more parameters would you want? I'm just saying so it come true. Like if I dream the world ended in my mm-hmm. nightmare. Like, is the world ending when I wake up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's completely reality altering. It, it would, yes. You, it's reality altering. Um, okay. If you dreamt it or had yes. a nightmare, it's going to come true. Okay, go ahead. Um, the objective, uh, excuse me. The objective is basically to reveal what would come true for a dream and or nightmare and how that would affect our world slash <laughs> Our life. My next question is: Is it just me, or is this like a human power that's happening all the time now? 
No, this is just you. This is just, and it's me, it's me it's, specifically. It's you specifically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you specifically. Okay, interesting. It's not like anyone in the whole world whenever that happens, no. Okay. Um, interesting oh. enough, though, you know what? I think there's a movie that's starring Tom Holland, mm-hmm. I think, that's going to be coming out soon. And they <laughs> I swear, a- everyone, this is not advertisement for a movie. <laughs> no, 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 I know. <laughs> but but uh, it is like where everyone in their society has mm-hmm. like... Whatever they're thinking that's in their head and everything, it's like, oh, they yes, 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 yes. I heard about that. That's, that's, that's a little what, bit different. Yeah, what you said though right now reminded me of that. Sure, yeah. Did. Um, okay. So, honestly, for the world, this isn't too bad for the most part if it's me because mm-hmm. I mostly, I, number one, I don't dream very often, or at least I don't remember my dreams. That's another thing. If I don't remember my dreams, does nothing happen? Yeah, we'll say if you don't remember your dreams, okay. yeah, nothing will happen. Okay, so a lot of times I don't remember my dreams, and most of the time when I've been dreaming over the last couple of years, it's been like normal day-to-day stress kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, okay. a lot of it will be nonsensical the way dreams are, but nothing too fantastical. Yeah. But I am notorious for like once or twice a year having dreams so intricate, interwoven, and detailed that they're they're mind-boggling. Like, I've had dreams where... I'm a freedom fighter on a different planet. And, like, I, I mean, at this point... Really? Like, yes. And, like, you know... Like, I all have, militaristic I'm, and... Yes, and I'm, like, wow. uh, on the run from this crazy bounty hunter chick who's, like, like the best <laughs> in the fucking galaxy. And like, like a Sarah Connor yeah, or Yes, and I, I remember I'm, like, hiding out in this, like, bathroom at, like, this public school area. And even though it's, you know, I, I'm on an alien planet, like, yeah. every, all the people here are, are like, humanoid. They're, we're, we're all, they're all, like, people. Like, how, how do you like know? Star Wars. Is it just something, like... I just know? knew. I just oh, knew yeah, that's it was what a I was different say. A lot of times I remember, like... Know. I was on the run, and there was, like, uh, the the enemy forces were marching through, like, this crazy jungle area. And, like, I knew I had to get through before they did to get to the city. And, like, I had some information. This woman's after me. And, like, she's, like, I'm, like, hiding in the song. She's, like, kicking wow, the door. You're- kicking the door. I'm, like, shit. And then she kicks over my door, and I, t- I tackle her, and we're fighting and this and that. And then I wake up. And then I, I end up, uh, I go back to sleep like five minutes later. And I have now fast forwarded, fast forwarded in this movie. Somehow now me and this chick, we're friends and we're fighting back to back and we're on this elevator and these dudes are coming down with guns and we're like trying to take them out. And like, I have really wow. intricate dreams. Like that. And is, that's one of the lesser intricate dreams. They need, somebody needs to go and make a movie of this <laughs> dream of yours. I remember there was this one dream I had where the world was ending and it was like this oh, weird I type could. of ending where like I was a detective. I was like, uh, you've never seen Blade Runner, have you? Yes, I have seen it, but okay. I don't remember a lot of this movie, but the, I have um, seen it. What's the main guy's name? Deckard? I was like a, a Deckard-style like detective where I was like old and jaded and like <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah. But like I had been following like the details of, of this cult and a bunch of other stuff. And like I knew that like things had happened in such a way. I'm like, they're bringing about the end of the world and it's happening tonight. Yeah. I need to get to this building and see if I could do something about it. And, like, by the time I got there, it was too late and the sun was setting. I knew once the sun set, like, darkness was going to rise up. And, like, these spirits were going to come out of the earth and fucking start wiping people out in the millions. Yeah. And, like, I just remember there was this point where I, I make it to the top of the skyscraper. And whoever the this lead cult member is, he's up there. Mm-hmm. And so I start talking to him. And I'm, I'm, like, I figured it all out. Like, I've seen what you've all done. And he's, like, it's too late. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, <laughs> and I bust out a cigarette. And I'm, like, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I know. Yeah. And and then, like, we, we watch the sun set together, and, like, d- then darkness falls. And then as I take a drag off my cigarette, like, I could see, like, the darkness is actually, like, almost, like, sucking the light out of the cherry. Oh, and I'm like, wow. Oh. And then I remember something swooped in and got me, and that's when I woke up. Wow. So I have some crazy is- dreams. So now, those but- ones are going to end the world. 
So, would, but would you <laughs> categorize those as nightmares then? No. Okay, so those are dreams. I wouldn't call those nightmares only because I think in a nightmare, you're like you're running in fear and mm-hmm. you're you're trying to survive, and something bad's trying to get you, or terrible things are happening to you. And the the, the overall emotion of the dream is stress, terror, fear. Yeah. Like when these ones, it's almost like I'm playing a role in a movie. <clears throat> it's like I'm a different person. Like notice, like both those dreams, I was a different person. I wasn't yeah, myself. I think a lot of times nightmares, you are yourself, and I think that's what makes them scary. Um, but yeah, I was, I was these strange characters. One thing I didn't tell you about that end of the world dream was I was dreaming it from three different points of views. So I told you the detective's point of view. You mean in the one dream? In or the you one would dream. Have to, oh, okay. In the one dream. And then from there, from this detective guy, I would hop over to this woman in Washington, D.C. She was a politician. And I don't remember how it tied together, but like she, she was trying to, um, like bring to light something that was going on with like an undercover, like secret division military experiment. Now, when you say different point of view, though, you still mean you're that same character. You just no. happen to be. Oh, so now you're some so, other character. Yeah, so, well, so this oh, detective okay. guy is in New York City, and the politician woman, <laughs> she was in DC, and there was a third point of view. I don't remember anymore. But like, I was hopping between these three points of views throughout the whole dream, and like. You know, things would happen in one, in, with one character and then I'd hop over and like things start ha- happening with the other character. And, um, and then it all culminates to the end of the world and I get to see it from all three points of views and then the dream ends. And it ended with the, with the cherry drag and the spirit. Oh man, yeah. that cherry drag thing. <laughs> yeah. Was, like, I was like, very, I was like, this is, that yeah. was a cool dream. <laughs> that, that reminds, I don't know why, like, it just reminds me of certain type movies, like certain that, Maybe something that would be in like I don't know Sin City. You, I don't yeah, know if yeah, you know, yeah. he was very like, much a Sin City like, style. I, I can see it all black, you know, black and white, <laughs> yeah. except for the cherry, right? right? You know, that's the only yes, thing glowing red. Exactly. So that being said, if I have one of those kind of dreams, the whole world's in trouble. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So I think if this, um, am I born with this ability? Um. No, it's just going to happen right um, now. It happens. Oh, starting now. Yeah. How do I? How do I notice at first that it's happening? So, well, you know, that that's the other example. I would want to, do you have, like, another dream? Let's say something that's smaller. Like, let's, something that's not going to destroy the world. Because that's ultimately how that... Well, you would hope that when this, <laughs> quote-unquote, power manifests, mm-hmm. that you're not having a world-ending dream. <laughs> yes, because then what, you wouldn't know. And yeah. the war you wake up and the world's just going to end the way that you had just dreamt it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, do you have, like, maybe something Like reoccurring dreams? I, I, like a reoccurring dream. Something that's... Let's say more light than ending the world. <laughs> Mo- most of my dreams revolve around just my, whether it's like family stuff or work related stuff <laughs> or podcast related stuff. It's like whatever my stresses are, uh, currently, I'm usually dreaming about that. So it could conceivably actually happen. Yeah. It wouldn't like, I wouldn't, okay, I yeah, probably wouldn't, wouldn't notice. Um, <sighs> I was so, going to say, cause the way I, w- the way I would imagine you finding this power out would mm-hmm. be, you know, you have like, I don't know, some small, like, you know, oh, I dreamt that I bought a lottery ticket and I won the, you know, jackpot or something, whatever. Something that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think I would be mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I had like a precognitive moment. Like, yeah. maybe psychics are real. Or that maybe, might- but you, yeah, but it would have to be a reoccurring dream, I guess. Yeah. Because then you so would notice it would happen. All I know is once I start to notice, once I really believe that that might be a actual legitimate possibility, mm-hmm. I think the first thing I look into is lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Because I need to control, I need to control this because I can't be inadvertently killing people or ruining lives or changing reality. 
then, and then at that point you become God, right? Yeah. Like you just do. Like if literally, if you can manipulate your dreams a hundred percent and everything you dream comes true, including full reality altering stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. I think I would focus very, 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 very hard on keeping my dreams as mundane as possible. Um, if, if that's even possible. Yeah. Be, yeah. If that's even possible and, and trying to, to not actively change anything against anyone's will. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I don't know. I don't even know how I approach. Cause like, what about things I believe in? Right. Things I'm like, Oh, if only, you know, this problem wasn't a problem or if we could just only find the solution to this problem as a species, you yeah, know, how do I resist not trying to find the cure for cancer? You know what I mean? Like is doing that wrong or is it the thing I should do? Because I have this power. Yeah, that you know is I mean? true, like, right? I don't know, man. I, I, I think I, no matter who this power belongs to, it's it's going to turn into a situation where someone's out of control. So now you just mentioned that those would you would consider what you just told us dreams. What would about what would be a nightmare for you? Um, or do you have any nightmares, nightmares that you remember? I'm not a big nightmare person these days. <clears throat> um, when I was a kid, I had all kinds of nightmares. Um, Obviously, they're more like kid related. So, like when I was a very, very small child, like um, ages three to five, I had this imaginary monster that that in my dreams um, I called him the hand, and it was this enormous hand that would like sink out of the ceiling above my bed in my dreams. That's (laughs) creepy. That's creepy. It would grab me and like pull me back up into like this alternate dimension in like the theoretical attic, even though we didn't even have an attic. And, like, I remember there's, like, this crazy old, like, hag up there, like, just, like, laughing. Dude, that is creepy. That is I was four years old. I remember this nightmare even now. Um, I remember uh, dreams about, like, this, like, stone statue woman coming out of my closet and me running into the living room. And this is five-year-old me, by the way. Yeah. And my mom's watching TV. And I'm, like, shaking her leg. I'm, like, mom, mom, something's coming, something's coming. And she's, like, she's in a trance, right? She can't. She doesn't even notice. And I see this stone statue woman, like, crawling out of my bed. And then she grabs me. And I remember just her dragging me by, like, my leg. And she drags me into the closet, into the darkness. And then I woke up screaming. That is. So. (laughs) Nightmares are bad, bro. Dude, that. Dude, that is, like, that is totally, you know. Nightmare on Elm Street worthy. Like, I yeah. would love to see movies about your nightmares now. Like, just to scare myself when I'm watching them. I'm trying to know? think, uh, I'm trying to think of other, like, nightmares I had. Back well. Oh, yeah. You, what well, about you? Well, okay. You know what? Let's go, let's go for mine. Mm-hmm. So, well, first let me explain why I even came up with this question. Because I thought this was funny. Mm-hmm. So, in, in a couple of weeks now, uh, me and my wife are going to uh, celebrate her birthday. We're going to go back up to Vegas. Yeah. Right. So what made me think of this question was this dream I had where I was playing, um, I was playing a slot machine, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I put like, I think a couple hundred dollars in there. Yeah. And I was doing really good. And as a matter of fact, it was, it was kind of realistic, this dream, because like mm-hmm. it was an actual slot machine. It wasn't like a made up one in the dream or right. whatever. It was called <laughs> Buffalo. And okay. it, for people who, who, who uh, gamble and play slots, you'll probably know this game because it, it's, uh, you'll always hear people when they're winning, it goes, Buffalo, right? And you oh. hear like a stampede of Buffalo go through, <laughs> That's right? That's fun. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is really fun. And, and that one, for some reason, uh, we always have good luck on. So mm-hmm. in the dream, I'm, I'm having good luck and I'm winning, right? And I had just won one of the bonus, uh, prizes on there, which I think was another few hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So now I have like four or five hundred bucks, like, 
you know, in the machine that mm-hmm. I could pull out. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, all of the slot machines turn off. Oh. The screen goes blank and there's like, you know, like when you, when you start a video game, it, it has like, ding, and it shows like the name of the company that makes it. Yeah. That happens. Okay. Right. And then it just goes to a blank screen. Okay. And I'm like, what? What's going on? I was like, and, and like, I, you know, you can't push any of the buttons anymore. Nothing works. Okay. And the lady next to me goes, Oh, Oh, it's 11 o'clock. Oh, I, I guess they're closed now. We have to go. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what do you mean closed? Like yeah, what casino, casino closes. closes at right. 11 o'clock? Right. right. So I get up and, and there, and everyone's leaving, right? Like it's normal. So right. everyone's okay. walking out the, the door and I, and I'm looking around at the rest of the casino and the rest of the casinos is going dark. Like they're mm-hmm. turning off lights and everything. And right next to, right next to the door is an employee. Mm-hmm. And I go up to her and I'm like, uh, excuse me, you know, I, I had, um, money in the machine. And when you guys are closing, which I didn't know about, I can't get my money out. She's like, oh yeah, we close at 11. I said, oh, okay, well, let me get my voucher out so I get my money. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're supposed to do that before we close. <laughs> and I was, and I was looking around yeah, for a sign yeah. or anything on the yeah. door. And I was like, there's nothing. I was getting so upset, dude. I was getting so upset <laughs> that I was looking around, right? And I was like, but there's nothing here. I'm yelling at, yeah, this, at yeah. this woman who's, this employee's probably just like, damn it. You know, he, she's probably mad she's like, too, this right? Is, yeah. You know, this is just a daily event for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, here comes another customer yelling yeah. at me, right? So I wake up and I'm like, oh. Okay, thank God I didn't lose this money that I wanted yeah, to get, right? Sure, okay. But but it made me so mad that I was like <laughs> that I actually started thinking like, well, if this happens, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I, like I yeah, was no, like, no, yeah, I, I totally I understand. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to go back in there and I'm going to tell everyone before eleven o'clock every single day. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, get your vouchers out. I'm like, and it's probably going to piss the company off, and they're going to ask me what are you doing, or they're going to kick me I just out. Want you to rest assured that this situation doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. But no, I do find head, that interesting like, because like you were mad, and because the dream yeah. made you mad, and mm-hmm. and I understand that. Have you ever had a dream? That was so real, like almost like it was like real time had elapsed. So like I've had dreams where like whole like weeks and or months have passed in the dream. And it's almost like not I wouldn't say it's exactly as if I lived them, but it's closer than you would think. It really feels like you live this time. And I remember I've, I, I've had dreams where like I had a family and a wife and like, I don't even know what my job was, but like, I remember we went on vacation. Wow. It really? was, it was mid vacation where I wake up and mm-hmm. just that sinking feeling in your heart and soul of like, Oh my God, none of that was real, but it felt that so real. And like, it, I, I've had dreams like that and it's like, I can't help but, but like think like, did I somehow glimpse some sort of parallel reality? Well, Cause it was so goddamn real. Like, it just like I felt it. I felt those emotions, even though they're they're just fabricated in my brain. Yeah, and it's just it's it's gut wrenching. Yeah, and I don't have. I've only had like that, those like maybe twice in my life. I can't remember a dream that was like that vivid with like the passage of time and stuff. Yeah. But you know, I do. I when I was doing some of the research, uh, I did find you know how people uh, they have theories. Uh, I don't believe are true, but they have their theories of when you have dreams like that, you are either one glimpsing into a parallel uh, dimension or universe mm-hmm. sure. uh, reality mm-hmm. uh, or two, like 
you know, you are that other person in the dream. Mm-hmm. And then when that person is dreaming, you are who you are now. Right. That's their little like. Oh, little, like, little it, story like it's in reverse. Like, yeah, exactly. You know so what silly. I mean? Which is weird, I obviously you know? don't believe in either of those things. But I did catch yeah. myself thinking like, you know what? If that was a parallel universe. I'm happy for that version of William. He's you're, having a good life. Yeah, you're like, good you know what? Him. I'm going to dream again and see if he has a podcast <laughs> and what podcast he's doing. <laughs> but um, no, uh, real quick, you know, yeah. I uh, so let me tell you about my nightmare and or dream though. That that dream I just told you about was just how I came up with this question. Okay, so I have two nightmares that mm-hmm. one is a world ender. Or, or seemingly is if it's not a world ender, it's going to cause so much catastrophic damage. Like yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna change the world. Yeah. That I'll start off with that one. That one was vivid though because I can feel, you know, you know the uh, the ambient space around you. Like when you're outside, you if you had your eyes closed, you would know that you're outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can feel that in this dream. Okay. And I can feel the cold cement walking down my driveway when I was barefoot in this dream. <laughs> wow. That's how that's how vivid uh, kind of dreams like I have, right? Right. So what ends up happening is I I uh, I'm in my house and I see on the news they kept saying something about a giant asteroid that was falling towards Earth, right? Armageddon. Yeah, right? And so we, and they were like... Deep impact. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't believe it. I thought it was some hoax. And they said that you can now see it over, you know, Mm. uh, Northern America, the hemisphere and all that. And you Mm. can see it. So I go out in my barefoot, right? I think I'm even in my boxers. Yeah. And I go out and I look up and sure enough, you can see this flaming giant <laughs> asteroid. Like yeah. it, it, you like, know, oh, it's so shit. huge, yeah. but it's like, you know, you can notice it. That's yeah. how you can notice it. It was still like out of the orbit, but it's coming right. close to us. Right. Well, because of that, it was also interfering, I think, with like other instruments, like, like planes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I started seeing all these planes that were like high up, you know, you can see the blinking lights. They were falling now. Right? Like they're crashing towards the earth. Oh, wow. And okay. one of the, I guess, uh, something. Oh, and there was also little meteorites that were coming off of this sure. big one. Yeah, yeah. And they were hitting some. And I remember it hit a plane that was flying over my house mm-hmm. and the wing crashed right in my backyard. Oh, right. Crap, yeah. And, um, and one of the meteorites hit my neighbor's yard, which I'm in my driveway, which is right next to that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm like running. And I go over to my neighbor's house and they're all watching it on the TV too. And they're all scared and they're like, Oh my God. And then I just looking around going like, why am I here at my neighbor's house? I need to go back to my house with right. my family. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I woke up. So well, I, mean, I was like, right there. yeah, that yeah. one, I, you know, I was like, I chalked that up to a nightmare. The other one, which to be honest, I feel like is even more scarier mm-hmm. because you know me, I'm arachnophobic. Yes, you are. I hate spiders. And this is a recurring nightmare where mm. I would be in my bed. Mm-hmm. Everything would look exactly like my room. So I felt like I really did wake up. Yeah. But when I wake up, I can't move. And except for my, uh, my eyes. Mm-hmm. And. Ooh, I, I got another question, but go ahead. I, I would look around the room uh-huh. and there would be these. Sometimes the largest ones were probably basketball sized, but mm-hmm. they, they would be the, like basketball sized abdomens. Of spiders, mm-hmm. right? With their legs. So imagine. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah imagine a That's spider horrifying. that big. It's like eight legged but, freaks. But the, yeah, but the abdomen was like these weird jewel, like green, some were green and some were red. Mm-hmm. And they were like these, like, 
jewels. That's all I could like. Okay. That's all that I could describe them as. Okay. But they were big and they were thick and they had webs all over my room and they oh, were crawling everywhere. I couldn't move. And every time with this nightmare, one would finally crawl up the side of my bed and mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about it. And I would feel it grab my arm and mm-hmm. that's when I would wake up. Okay. Every time that's how that, that happened. So um, I don't really have reoccurring dreams. This is a reoccurring dream. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But you talking about a dream being re- reoccurring made me think of something. Um, it doesn't happen to me anymore, but when I was younger, um, especially during my teenage years, I suffered from very extreme uh, sleep paralysis. Oh, and, yeah. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah. And I had some really <clears throat> terrible experiences with it. Um, what happens in this scenario? Like, what if, what if someone experiences dream paralysis? If I experience dream paralysis and my dreams are reality, well, then I die. I'm dead. Oh, because of that. Yeah, the thing that comes for me, I'm done for. Wow, you know, I didn't think about that if <laughs> yeah. you have sleep paralysis. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go with no, only because from what I understand what sleep paralysis is, uh-huh. is you aren't technically fully in REM sleep. No, you're, but you do hallucinate. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. I'm going to say <laughs> it won't come true if you're, if you're in the sleep yeah. paralysis state. So... Yeah. There's really no way in this scenario for people to figure out that you're changing reality. Because, like, when you yeah, change reality, you just then change everyone it. else is going to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. like, because I, I was thinking, like, I would want to keep that from people. Because if people know, like, well, like, they're going to come for you. You yeah. need to die, probably. They'll never, they'll yeah. never know, they'll though. Never that's, know. Yeah, because you're changing reality. I think the world is in as good hands as you could probably get. Because I, I, I'm confident that I could learn to lucid dream. And I would do my utmost to keep everything... Uh, keep myself from abusing my power. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I'll be perfect, but I think, uh, I do a decent job. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it, I think, especially with my non nightmare dream, like the best regular dream I mm-hmm. had that I would actually love to come true mm-hmm. was I was, it was, it was with all the people on my last job and we were in some kind of a giant log cabin up in a mountain somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was like a vacation thing, mm-hmm. but. We were able to fight each other. I mean, not, we weren't fighting each other because we didn't, we like, we hated each other or anything like that. It mm-hmm. was a, it was a, it was a co- friendly competition, mm-hmm. but you could fight each other like the, like a Neo and Morpheus were fighting in the Matrix, <laughs> right. in the, in the dojo. Sure. Yeah. And you can do all the, the tricks, everything you could do in the Matrix, but mm-hmm. you, you couldn't get hurt. Oh, that's so awesome. you yeah. can punch someone as hard as you can. They'll go flying back and whatever, yeah. but they wouldn't get hurt. Right. Same with you. Right. Man, I had that dream. I was so right. disappointed when I woke up. Yeah. Because that's I was what like, happens oh, with those good dreams. Real, you know? It's like, you're like, oh, back to reality. Yeah. You know what? Let me, let me hit on some Fritz facts here because okay. you actually touched upon some of them. Uh, so basically the brain is active all night long, but with particular intense brain activity in the forebrain mm-hmm. and midbrain during rapid eye movement. And that's REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And this is when scientists have found out that people would have dreams. Um, they actually found that people have around two hours of dreams per night, mm-hmm. but you do not remember like most of your dreams. Yeah, almost any of it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the other fact is 95% of all dreams are quickly forgotten shortly after waking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why they suggest if you if you're trying to remember it, uh, do a dream journal where the moment you wake you up, wake you start up, you try it. to write it. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I tried doing that one time, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so weird how the memory faded. Like I had it, and I was writing it, and then mm-hmm. mid sentence almost, I was like, "Oh wait, wait, wait mm-hmm. what happened?" Like yeah. I couldn't remember. The only way I've managed to hold on to dreams is um, 
when, if it's one I want to particularly remember, I will just like run through the memory over and over and over in my head. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And just oh, oh, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And then I'll hold on to it. And that's just one of my epic ones. Those ones I don't have that much trouble holding on to. Yeah, those ones are always fun to remember. I think that's what yeah. it is. I basically pitched two movies to you. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going I'm to start uh, screenplaying your dreams. Um, number three, many think that when a sleeping dog wags its tail or when a sleeping cat swats its paws, it's dreaming. Mm-hmm. While it's hard to say for sure whether this is truly the case, researchers believe that it's likely that most animals, including mammals, birds, reptiles and fish do go through sleep stages including rem yeah and so that they believe that animals do dream however they don't they don't think that they're probably dreaming in the way that we do like they probably don't wake up remembering images or attach some kind of storyline to it or whatever i don't know man i've owned a lot of dogs and yeah they definitely dream and they definitely see shit in their dreams because i've seen many dogs wake up and they're like looking for the thing that they were were dreaming about about. man it always makes you wonder like if you could just what was the episode of uh, uh, mm. Emperor's New Zoo? If you yeah. could just communicate with the animal. I know. Tell you know me about I mean? your dream dog. Oh, man. That would be so <laughs> awesome. Um, and then the last one I have was lucid dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. My dad actually did uh, – he actually studied lucid dreaming. And yeah. according to him, he was able to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, I, I tried it a little bit when I was a teenager. And I remember there was a couple dreams where I was able to recognize that I was dreaming and like, tr- like to a limited degree, like kind of make things happen. Yeah. So. Yeah, they they say that lucid dreaming is thought to be a combination state of both consciousness and REM sleep. Yeah. And they say that people who use uh who who can um lucid dream, they say everyone should have the ability, but some it comes easier to some. Yeah, that's what I would And imagine. uh they usually use some kind of mnemonic induction uh like they'll like they would try to go to sleep or right before going to sleep or falling asleep, they'll try to like chant almost the same thing like i will remember my dream i will remember my dream or um i heard actually you know uh one of my wife's i think it was one of her cousins uh tries doing that and what they would do is like try to put their finger through their hand Mm -hmm. right before they're going to sleep like just gently Mm -hmm. and then they would fall asleep but in the dream they would their finger would go through their that's crazy and that's that's how they know like that's their trigger of like Okay, now I'm dreaming and I can control this. I forgot. I actually, I did recently have a dream. And I guess it would be constituted as a nightmare. But it was like a micro nightmare, like a micro dream. I <laughs> This happened like two nights ago. I had this dream where, um, I don't know where I was, but I was with my, my fiance and uh, my stepdaughter. And we were at a bank or something. I don't know. And some giant bug got on me, like a fucking spider the size of my hand. Oh my and God. maybe not that big, but it, it was, it was maybe half the size of my hand and it was like it was like crawling on me and she's pointing it out to me and i'm like i can't see it i'm like where is it where is it where is it can you get it and she couldn't for some reason i think she was too scared to touch it and then i I felt it crawling up my neck like up onto my face oh i could feel it and in in my dream i closed my eyes and i just i wind up and i just smack the shit out of my neck and my face and then i wake up because i smacked the shit like really so fucking it's true hard. see yeah. it came true yeah it did didn't it and i woke up and i had a sore neck all day oh it my sucked. god dude i Ooh, even you describing that right yeah. now like i could feel it on my yeah. neck so that happened that was like two or three nights ago oh man but dude could you imagine Breaking news, a new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. 
This has been Fritz Frivolous reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. From atop Mount Olympus and to the depths of the underworld, the Greek gods ruled almost every facet of human life. Should you want someone to fall in love with you, you may find yourself praying to the goddess Aphrodite. If you're a soldier about to enter the battlefield, perhaps you'd call upon Ares, the god of war. If a loved one passes, you would probably pray to Hades, god of the underworld, to watch over their soul. However, what if the Greek gods were real? How would this affect the world? How would life differ from today? Which of the Greek gods would you pray to? Let us confer with our two omniscient oracles, Will and Tom, as they answer this questions from the heavens. And we're back. Indeed we are. So, Will, this next question, I think both of us, it's a topic that both of us are really into. Okay. And we've actually talked about it quite a bit just in our own lives. Okay. And that is... What if the Greek gods were real? Oh, we're fucked. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's, that's actually if one... you're a woman, a Zeus is coming right? for you. And I that's know, so, And there's nothing you can do. The dude turns into, like, golden showers and swans mm-hmm. and somehow seduces you anyway. Like, wait, it's did you bizarre. Say, wait, he turns into what? He turns into showers of gold. I said gold, golden showers. Gold. <laughs> like, that's a thing he did. I can't remember to who. Yeah, I know. Like, he came as a cloud and then rained gold upon her. Yeah. And then she got pregnant. Totally different meaning. Yeah, different in, meaning. yeah back in the but day. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, so this is what it's going to be, though. Here's the parameters. Uh-huh. <laughs> no golden showers. <laughs> and and in the last five years, the existence of the Greek gods have been proven to be real. Last five years, okay. Last five years. Gotcha. Because... What have, been, what have they been doing this whole time? So, what I would imagine that they would have been doing mm-hmm. is probably biding their time until they felt like they could really somehow... I don't know... Get everything they wanted out of out of this humanity that they quote unquote created. Okay, right. You ask me this, I have no real. I, I really have no clue. Gotcha. But this is what that's what I would think. My head. All right. the objective is how would this affect the world and civilization today? Well, because I can I can foresee how it would have happened if they were all if they have they been here the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing about Greek mythology is like. The gods are very powerful and they can do a lot of things, but they're also very, very vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. and they like, have faults and they can yeah. be fucking killed. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think with today's like technological advancement, I don't think these fuckers have a chance if the government like gets, gets wind of like these gods exist. Mm-hmm. I think it's the equivalent of superheroes existing. They're going to try and capture them and experiment on them and try and find out how they're immortal and like figure out what. But do you think they even could? I Probably. mean, I yeah, really, I, so. I don't. Yeah. I if, can't see that. I don't if, see us being able if to. If Hercules can stab like a god with a spear, which he can, mm-hmm. um, which he's a demigod. I yes, mean, he's half god. But the whole thing is, he's just really strong. You know what else is really strong? A fucking tank. I, I think Hercules is stronger than I, a tank. I don't think Hercules is stronger than a nuclear fucking bomb, Tom. I don't know. I <laughs> no, mean, I feel no, like, he's I feel not, like, Tom. I feel. Like, oh wait, no, no, not Hercules. But like, if we used a nuclear bomb on a god on one of the Greek, I gods, think they die. I think they I die. I don't think they would I, die. I, absolutely, they I, die. I think that they would use Zeus killed his powers, dad with you know a I mean? sickle. Yeah, but he's Zeus. That's what I mean. That's another <laughs> god. He's god very on strong. God. god on God, I can see. God on God. I'm violence. telling you right now, like, unless there's some sort of like, if we're, we're going with like D and D rules, so in, in Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> um, 
when things are strong enough, a lot of times if they're like gods or whatnot, mm-hmm. they'll have like a certain uh, immunity or, or resistance. Like if the weapon isn't of magical property, it cannot mm. hurt them kind of deal. Like I guess we could go with that, but I don't think that's a thing in Greek mythology. I'm just telling you, based off the written works we have, like the gods are way more vulnerable to our tech now than back then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously because the people back then wouldn't have imagined what we're capable of now. You know what? Uh, I Yeah, you know what? I'm trying to think right now in everything that I've read before. And, mm-hmm. and, and the thing that pains me now is that mm-hmm. I've, I've read all this stuff like way back when I was in high school. So, like, yeah. retaining it is hard for me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, just, it also depends. Like, there are – I'm pretty sure there's mortals who hurt gods or at least divine beings. And like it just depends on like what what sources are canon and what sources aren't. Mm-hmm. But let's just say we don't kill them, Tom. So yeah. like I knew you weren't gonna like that answer. Well, I don't. Well, see, I just don't. I mean, they're gods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but what you, does that mean? To me, gods is you're invulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, but you, they're not. You, that's yeah. It's proven that's, they're that's, super yeah. not. But anyways. Um, let's say they, they are, they're like Thor and like the government really can't get them. And by Thor, I mean Marvel Thor, not the actual Thor. <laughs> Confusing. Yeah. Anyways. Different Norse yeah. mythology. Greek yes, mythology. Right. <laughs> so, um, I think all women are in danger. <laughs> Run for your fucking lives. I think, um, who's the chillest God? Like who's the God that is probably going to serve humanity the best? I'd say Athena, but she's done some bad stuff too. All of them have done something bad, usually. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's none of nothing... them are very good at all. Yeah, that you know what? That's the one aspect though of Greek mythology that I find very interesting is that you know you're right. So they're they're gods. They're the ones that are supposed to be the ones that you could look up to, right? Mm-hmm. And and follow their example, follow their lead. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of faults in within them, and you know. Including rape, including in- incest, you know what I mean? Like, I think um, a lot of times mythology represents like the world in which people live. And like mm-hmm. in the ancient world, like the world was cruel and hard and difficult, and death came and terrible things came without your ability to control them. Not to say the things can't be or aren't like that now for a lot of people, they are. But like, if you go back to the Mesopotamic gods, um, which predate the Greek gods by a very long time. Um, they lived, uh, in Mesopotamia, they basically lived in, um, modern day Iraq and, you know, the weather there is rough, the wilderness there is rough. And this is like one of the first civilizations that ever managed to coalesce and their gods. Uh, you think the Greek gods are bad? No, the Mesopotamian gods are fucking psychopaths. Like they follow no rhyme or reason. They are like forces of nature. Mm-hmm. So I think the even though the Greek gods are bad, I think because things were a bit easier on mankind, like they ended up developing stories that had gods that were maybe a little less uh, nefarious than gods before. Oh, I see. <clears throat> and I, I don't really know where I'm going at with that other, other than to say, like, I think that's why those stories are the way they are because of the world that the people lived in. Yeah. Told that's true. Stories. Yeah. And then usually mm-hmm. any of those type of myth- mythologies usually come about to, Explain a lot of stuff that they couldn't explain in the first place. You right. know what I mean? Like, why do the seasons change? And yeah. Like, things exactly. like that. Or where do people go when they die? Right. You know? So, <clears throat> yeah, I, I can see the stories of them. You, you know, and it's not just that, too. I kind of feel like a lot of those stories 
you know, they involve the gods having, um, like these faults and, you know, maybe even being, and I do agree. I do know that what you mean that like, yes, I do know these gods aren't technically immortal. I mean, they, they're immortal, but you, you can kill them. Yes. And, um, I kind of feel like though they, they put these in the story so that man or whoever they're, they're telling these stories to would be inspired that, Hey, you can actually be better than they are. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I can to see a that. Certain extent. Maybe I don't. I don't really know enough about ancient Greek culture to know if that was like a thing that they were concerned about culturally. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I'll say this: if the Greek gods are real, uh, I take it the underworld's real. And if that's yeah. true, then that fucking sucks. Because I know you there's would... no happy ending, no matter who you are, it, okay. hero or not. Well, like, I don't know. What about the Elysian Fields? Yeah, they usually, even the Elysian Fields suck. Like a big part of the Elysian Fields is like they are the spirits dwell in paradise, and yet even with all that, they can do they they thirst for life. They wish they could oh, go yeah, back. Oh yeah, you would still yeah. want to be. So alive. it's just you know unhappiness. I also remember too hearing stories of the Elysian Fields where one thing that would it, well, I guess it, it I guess it wouldn't really be a drawback for the person there or mm-hmm. the soul that's there. Mm-hmm. But for others, right, who had that rare opportunity where they could mm-hmm. see their loved one again or whatever, you know, sometimes that would happen in stories. Yeah. The, well, the people in the Elysian Fields have their memories taken. So yes. that way they are always happy because, you know, uh, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. So they're ignorant of all their other, you know, memories that they had when they were alive. See, but conflict- their loved ones. Conflicting right, lore. Yeah, I know. That's another thing about Greek mythology, mm -hmm. conflicting lore. Um, What are the gods here to do is my main thing in this scenario. Like, what, like, Dionysus party. So, like, we know, but like (laughs) Apollo, right? He's god of, like, a lot of things. uh, Music is probably one of the main things. It's like, is he composing? Is he, like, working with the world's best musicians? Is he reveling a concert? Like, what are the gods doing? You know, to be honest, if I, if, like, let's say if that really, you know, if this really did happen, you know, why would they come back? It would have to be they, they want their world back. Mm-hmm. I would I would assume, right? Why else, as a god, mm-hmm. like would you just come back now? But also, that's like, a question. Like, wh- like where did they go and why? Like, yeah, that's there's true. no story of humans scaring them away. You know, what? let's delve into this, and um, <laughs> well, let, let's let's dive into the the thing about you're saying where we would definitely try to combat them and catch them and figure out why they yeah. are the way they are. Absolutely. Um, I I find that interesting though because man, you would hope that you catch the the correct ones mm. because if you catch one like if you just name Zeus, Poseidon and Hades, mm-hmm. right? And you only catch one, the other two are coming after you. You catch any of them, they're yeah, all Yeah, that's what I mean. You. But 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 if let's say you can catch all three of yeah. those and then you would probably have to worry about Ares, you mm-hmm. know what I mean and stuff. I'm just saying like if you catch the wrong ones because mm-hmm. some of them I feel like Maybe they would come after you, but some of them might be like, well, let's think about this. Let's nego Like, if you caught all of them but Athena, she mm-hmm. might be like, well, let us talk this out. She would probably right. a little bit be a little wise about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not just go and be like, I'm going to kill all of you. You know right. what I mean? Because obviously she knows, well, shit, they caught the Everyone most else. powerful, the king of the gods. Right, they, right. they caught Zeus too. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think if they were to do that, you'd have to... I think if the Greek gods are real, we have other problems. Because, like, if the Greek gods are real, well, if all, are all the Greek mythologies real? Like, are the monsters about to come back? Like, is Typhon about to show up? Or, like, you know, what about all, like, the nymphs and the in the centaurs and all that other stuff? Yeah, you would have all start coming happen. out of the, the, the woodwork? I'm going to say no. Only do we got Gorgons roaming the streets, turning people to stone? Like, yeah, we got fucking problems, <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, so. Where's Kratos? Kratos, yeah, where Kratos, are you? I know, right? I mean, you know. So, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, that would be definitely hard. Um, you know, let's go to some Fritz facts here. Okay. Uh, so, you know the saying where people go like, oh, you need to take the bull by its horns? Mm-hmm. I guess that comes from Greek mythology. Okay. And it's from Hercules in one mm-hmm. of his 12 labors. If you don't know what the 12 labors are, Hera, because Hercules was basically a bastard child of Zeus mm-hmm. and another woman, a human woman. So Hera was, <laughs> and this is the other thing, Hera is actually the sister of Zeus, but later becomes his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she's madly in love with him. Um, but basically, I mean, uh, that's, that's not how that story goes at all. Hera is not madly in love with Zeus at all. She fucking hates him. Well, but beforehand, doesn't, doesn't no. she, I thought she falls in love. No. Was, I, that's what I remember he tricks reading. Her. It's a, it's a whole really rapey trick that he gets her. To Hera? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, it's really bad. Yeah. Wow. Then the, then the stories I read were definitely <laughs> yeah. doctored up to not have that, that in there. Yeah. And you know what? To be honest with you, it probably was doctored up because it was, and I was like, I think it was when early, like when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. So they As probably the, the only like love stories from Greek mythology that like end up okay and like are okay for the most part. The only one I can think of is the one with um, Eros and Psyche. That one's sweet. The rest mm-hmm. of them are pretty fucked up. But basically, uh, Hercules has to save the city of Crete from a raging bull, and he seizes it by the horns. Oh, okay. So that's where that taking the bull bites. Okay, that's cool. Um. A fact, another fact about Hera, though, uh, it says that Hera restores her virginity each year, and she does this. That that doesn't sound right. It, well, it, <laughs> no, I, I understand. It says, but the most interesting thing is that she restores her virginity each year by bathing in a sacred spring called Canathos. I find that hilarious because you can't actually restore your virginity. Yeah. I guess what they mean is she's like healing or like restoring her hymen is that is that what we're saying here i'm guessing Man, you know, is fucked it's up. weird right <laughs> um this one so okay i remember you and i had the conversation where you know there were chthonic gods and there were the olympians yes right and um hades i think was it hades that was considered a chthonic god yes. or was because so he should have been an olympian mean, right no he's not an olympian so all a Chthonic, the Chthonic deities are just the deities of the underworld. That's yeah. where they dwell. The Olympians live on Olympus. That's oh, it. Okay. That's all there is to it. Yeah, because this one shows it says uh, Hades was technically an Olympian, but not counted as one. I don't think he is. Um, There's twelve well, Olympians. Yeah, Hades. Okay, well, let me finish okay. reading this. Okay, it says Hades was as powerful as any of the other twelve Olympians, which yeah. technically made him the thirteenth Olympian. Mm-hmm. But since he resided in the underworld and not on Mount Olympus, he was. Not known as an Olympian. Um, Hades was also the one who helped Zeus defeat his father Cronus and helped yeah. them Being, to being an Olympian didn't make them more or less powerful. It just meant mm-hmm. you lived on the fucking mountain. Like, they had to worry about the giants and the titans and all those. Yeah. They're all of basically equal power. They're all gods. Like, we just happen to call the Olympians the gods. But, like, the titans were gods. The giants were gods. The Chthonic gods are gods. Like, anyways. I yeah. And then when the when the gods started to make humanity or humans, I guess the first mortal woman was Pandora. Yes. And Pandora, if it, everyone's not you know familiar with her story, is she was given a box, a gift from Zeus, and, mm-hmm. but she was told not to open it. That's a weird and, gift. Yeah, I know, right? Like, why would you? <laughs> that's do that? a weird I, gift. That's Zeus. what I was going to bring up with this. Is like, <laughs> you know, you know, if you want to, if you want to your fiance, and you were like, 
hey, you know, I got you this gift for your birthday, babe. Mm-hmm. Don't open it. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? You know what I mean? I don't, I never understood that. Yeah, it doesn't but make sense. It was so, it was such an interesting way to explain why we have, you know, the, all the evil that, that's let out into the world was, was off this story, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. story was she was so curious. She couldn't help herself and she mm-hmm. opens it up and all the bad stuff that happens comes out into the world except so for stupid. one thing, which I think was left in the box, which was hope. It's the same way Christianity blames all the bad things that happen to humanity on Eve. Just yeah, that's right. With the, uh, what was it, with the snake and the apple? Right? Yes. 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 Um, I don't know. I really think that, like, if, if they're truly vulnerable and they are here to take the world back and there's nothing we can throw, they're all Superman, right? Because Su- yeah, Superman's someone we, we can't would, take down. Yeah. Uh, cause he's fucking Superman. Then I think, I think the world gets divided up pretty much however they decide it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. And like, I guess if I'm hoping who my new overlord's gonna be, I guess it's either I'm hoping for Hermes or Athena. And probably Hermes. Hermes is super cool. Love that dude. Yeah, Hermes is yeah. cool. I mean, that would be what you would hope for. I guess hope for the best. Yeah. But I mean, if we were able to capture them, if, if our technology has advanced so far mm-hmm. to the point where well, then you we know. crack open, uh, then we open Pandora's box for better yeah, or worse, yeah. where they start taking genetic data from these guys and we know they can breed with humans. We're breeding, uh, yeah, uh, obviously. With- yeah, we're, we're breeding, uh, what are they called? Um, demigods. Mm-hmm. And, and whichever government gets a hold of these things might breed a whole army of them. Yeah. And indoctrinate them. And then we have the Winter Soldier program, basically. So, man. A Winter Soldier program filled yeah. with demigods, yeah. all Hercules, mm-hmm. the Herculean army. And the thing is, you don't. Oh, right, it doesn't even have to be with people. Like Zeus fucks animals all the time. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like true, huh? you can fucking like get Zeus DNA and like breed it with a shark and get some super lightning shark monster. <laughs> <laughs> you drop that. It, it changes the world forever. I'm just. <laughs> It's really well, fucked up. You, <laughs> you know what though? You know, I, I think I remember now too. Doesn't he actually sometimes become an animal? Yes. And then he comes down and has sex with a human woman yes. as that animal. Or he becomes a golden shower. We've discussed this. That was the first thing I said <laughs> yeah, on this episode. <laughs> he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, like, that's true. Except for now he'd become like weird modern things. Like he'd become a printer that falls on you and now you're pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or some, some, some stupid shit like that. <laughs> He'll beca- he becomes a car that you sat in once, and now you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah boom, that's it. Right? <laughs> yeah, so welcome to the modern Greek world now, or whatever. Right, I can't remember where this is from, but it reminds me of uh, I think it was from Family Guy, mm-hmm. where there's an episode where he they have magical powers, and uh-huh. he turns into. Uh, he turns into, they were like the, the power twins, right? Oh, so it was yeah, a man yeah. and a woman. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. turns into the tampon and he jumps into her purse and he goes, now I play the waiting game. That's so stupid. <laughs> I know, Family right? Guy's so but, dumb. but I'm thinking like, what <laughs> that's you're Zeus. describing. That's Zeus. exactly what Zeus Yeah, he yeah, would that's just what he be would like, do. now I'm playing the this waiting exactly game. That's exactly what he would do. God, it'd be a nightmare. Oh my God. I don't want to live in this world. I yeah, that would be that very right scary. If the Greek gods were real, it would be a very scary world and we would hope that whoever we got divided under, you know, if we had to follow See, one god. I would say Aphrodite would be bad, but Aphrodite is only bad at, not bad if you're a man. Like, if you're a woman, it's particularly attra- an attractive yeah, one. She, you, oh, you do not want to be under her. Like, she, mm-hmm. she's coming for you. And you would also think it would be fun to, to be, like, with Dionysus. But the problem with that is... So many people already you can in our in our world now without the Greek gods have problem with excess. Yeah. So and his insane. thing was he punishes those that have that like use you know have yeah. excess. Yeah. So do you have a favorite Greek god? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, I feel like I should. 
<laughs> well, in this world, yes, you better have a favorite god because um, that's who you're going to be praying to every night. <laughs> I think Hermes is a lot cooler than he's portrayed um, usually. I think he's got some cool stories. I particularly like the story of how he becomes a god. Uh, I know he's a demigod. I know he he starts off as a demigod as Zeus's son, and he hmm. he what's the story? Writes a, oh he writes a song and like it's a beautiful song. I think it's on like some sort of pan flute or something like that. And it's enough to inspire Zeus to like come talk to him or whatever. And he's like, you know, oh the song is, is you know beautiful, my son. You know who have you written for? And he says, oh I've written it for the twelve Olympians. He's like, the 12, there's only 11 of us. And so he's like, he names them all. He's all, and myself, of course. And <laughs> Zeus is so like, uh, impressed by this kid's like moxies, like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, I'm going to give you a chance. And like, <laughs> he, 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 uh, schmoozes Zeus a bit with oh, just a man. little bit of bravado. And that's how he becomes a god. It's, it's pretty so, cool. It sounds like, like Zeus is like, Hey, you know, you got balls, kid. Yeah. You know I know, he's yeah. like, Hey, come over here. But, <laughs> and also, uh, you know, Hermes, Hermes got to be with Aphrodite. That's pretty cool. Not a lot of the gods got to. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what? With Aphrodite. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I think people mostly think Hermes is like, uh, one of the weakling, like scrawny gods. Oh, I know, right? But I mean, Aphrodite saw something she liked. Yeah. Well, you know what though? I, I hear that she gave it, you know, I know she gives up to Aries. And the yeah, Hephaestus, well, yeah, she's you super know, about Aries. Yeah, Hephaestus was the one who you know falls what? in love and wants to. I, Hephaestus, <clears throat> I I liked him for a bit until he got he got rapey with Athena, mm-hmm. and like it's just like you can't win with any. Of them. I know because all you of them can't have win done with any of them. Yeah. yeah, so like maybe I'll go for one of like the the lesser, like the more like uh, minor deities. Who's a oh minor, like who, a minor deity? Who's a, who's a minor deity? I don't know, or maybe one of the Chthonic gods. There's, I, well, oh, see, my favorite. I know yours is Hades. Hades. You want to yeah. talk about Hades? Go ahead. Oh, no. I just want to say it's just because I always thought that was the most interesting. It was the most, to me, the more interesting story. Because, like, mm-hmm. so technically, usually what happens back then, because Hades was the oldest brother, right? Yes. Between him, Zeus, and Poseidon. Mm-hmm. And when they finally killed off Cronus, their father, yeah. you know. Normally, what would happen is the oldest would get the highest seat or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. So he would have technically been the um, the king of the gods, but because Zeus was the one who actually freed his brothers, they both agreed. Well, okay, you'll be the king of the gods, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Zeus then decided, well, Poseidon will be get the the domain of the seas and. Mm-hmm. Hades will get the domain of the underworld. Yeah. But when I think about it, to me, everyone's going to die. Everyone will. So right. your underworld, once they go there, they can't die from there, right? So it I don't think it, so. It'll yeah, it'll forever be growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people say, I don't know, in my opinion, people say Zeus will be the you know, he's the king of the gods, he's the most powerful, mm-hmm. the biggest domain. No, I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Because at some point you know what I mean? Things well, will start to... I don't think Hades gains power from having the dead. It's just his responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's, well, Asmodeus and getting, like, the souls. Yes, the oh, souls yeah, are feeding me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh... So, I mean, I, I, I see your point, but I, I don't know if that adds to his power. I know he's not pleased with his lot. Oh, he's yeah. He's not I happy know. being yeah, exactly. down there. But I feel like... I just feel like he is the one that has the biggest responsibility. He does. Usually you would think the king yeah. of the gods would, yeah. but no. I, I, I respect so. him for taking care of his responsibility because <clears throat> no one else seems to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And imagine if you couldn't and yeah. if, you know, souls and stuff are real and they're yeah. just all walking around the earth. Like, you know. I'd say Artemis is pretty cool, except for she's super not when, like, like I, there's, like, one hunter who accidentally stumbles upon, upon her and her, like, nymph 
uh, friends or whatever, and they turn him into a deer and make oh. his own bloodhounds hunt him and kill wow. him. I'm like, he didn't even do anything. Like, he literally, like, stumbled upon your glade and was like, oh, shit, sorry, and turned around, and then you turned him into a deer and he got eaten. So they basically did it for the lols. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly. what they did it for. And then Apollo's it. cool because he's, like, the he's the god of all the cool shit, like music and art and poetry. Yeah, that is kind of cool. And sunlight and you know, sword play and all kinds of fucking shit, and, but he's also rapey and weird, too. Yeah. So there's that as well. Like you just can't win. You can't win with any of them. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you can pick anyone and be totally safe with your No, no, there's no, there's no safe way. I don't think I have a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> just no favorite at all? No, no, not really. Yeah. But, dude, could you imagine? And now, let's join Will and Tom with the traffic report. Hello, everybody. It's Will and Tom with the Traffic Report. So, Will, we actually had a couple comments here, and okay. uh, they're from the same person, but mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because I guess they were listening to a couple of, uh, of our older episodes. Okay. And they're from Sasha Titus. Hello, Sasha. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Sasha. Uh, in episode two, No Sleep, Just Smash, Sasha writes, there's an excellent two-part Doctor Who episode with Maisie Williams that deals with an immortal human with a finite human mind. Mm. Check it out. The girl who died slash hellbent in season nine. Or just ask special guest Jake if you're not into watching Doctor Who. He'll know it. <laughs> For those who may not know, I don't know how many are, are. There's probably a lot of people from the dungeon cast, but mm-hmm. in the Super Quest saga, I think it is. Right? Yes. Uh, there's a, a player that they have, a friend of theirs, and his name is Jake. That's and who she's referring he, to. He goes by special guest Jake. And yeah. he is very much a Doctor Who expert. And so I will ask him. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, I'm probably not going to watch it. <laughs> I, I should probably also mention, though, the reason she's talking about um, dealing with a human, uh, an immortal human, is because in No Sleep, Just Smash, we talk about not having to sleep. And we that were talking about if you were not immortal. Well, yeah, yeah. Led to a conversation. Um, she also commented on episode three, Pika Goo Goo Gachu, which was uh, when we talked about. What if Pokemon were real? And what if George Harrison and John Lennon hadn't died? Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> so she writes here, awesome episode. All the Pokemon lore is amazing. Even learning that the Pokemon are embodiments of spirits doesn't help me figure out how an abomination like Mr. Mime would exist. <laughs> Do you happen to know? I don't know. He's a spirit of fucking mimes. I don't know. <laughs> really? like, yeah. I, no, I don't know. I thought the I same no thing. I was like, He's yeah, a fairy type, it. right? So like... You know, a lot of the fairy types are representative of, like, whimsical Alice in Wonderlandian type creatures. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe they're representative of the stories that humans tell each other. You know, the fairy tales. Oh, okay. That that, that kind of makes sense. I'm making shit up. I have no idea. That would kind of make sense, though. But you're right. Like, when she wrote that, too, I, I think I wrote her back and I was just like, you know what? You're right. I was like, how does that account for Mr. Mime? Like, that's weird. (laughs) <laughs> Element doesn't necessarily mean, like, literally earth and fire and water. Like, yeah. there's other, like, well, in the world of Pokemon, they're saying there's other quintessential ideas. Like, Dragon-type Pokemon, like, they are, they're one of, like, what are considered, like, the magical types, right? And, like, what are dragons except for, like, the legendary stories of monsters we tell ourselves about, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, <clears throat> dragons kind of fall in that same category, so. That would make sense. 
And we also have Darnell Hudson, and he was commenting on episode 13, our latest episode, Voldemort v. Superman, mm. where we talk about um, who we would replace, uh, who, what actors would we replace in certain movies, and also what, how it would be to raise a baby with the powers of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this was a funny uh, comment here. Darnell Hudson says... I'm with you, Will. I never watch movies, and mm. people always give me shit for it. Yep, <laughs> it, it happens. Everyone wants you to watch what they love. I always find it very funny when finally I'm like, well, Will, have you ever seen this? Oh, yeah, I have seen it. I'm like, oh, you have? <laughs> you watched the movie? Well, I've watched a lot of movies. I just feel like there's there seems to be like a lack of crossover between the movies that you and I have yeah, seen. Yeah, that is true. So there's well, that especially well. with you being a huge anime fan. And yeah, that's like, true. I, I don't mind anime, but I, yeah. I never really got into it, so I don't watch a lot of it. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's not like I watch a shit ton of anime either. Like To me, you watch a shit ton of anime. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I really don't. Like I've been watching My Hero Academia lately except for I'm all mm-hmm. caught up and the the anime I watched before that I've, I've caught a couple movies on Netflix over yeah. the last year that's about it well yeah I guess to be fair oh so I thought you were talking about like that in the past in the past yes like, I think watched, overall watched, I've watched yeah, a lot of anime movie. definitely compared but yeah to I guess to be fair you don't watch a lot of any of the like movies or TVs I don't and watch just a lot general, of anything in general because like yeah. you know you're always creating you know mm-hmm. whatever you're doing and yeah. stuff like that true that me I think the only anime I've ever really watched and actually enjoyed mm-hmm. was one punch man which is great yeah that's a great one that's i um, like that's the one that i love watching reminds me of our conversation earlier you really do need to watch nausicaa the valley of the wind it's oh one of my absolute yeah favorite okay. movies it's excellent you will like it okay i'll definitely try to watch that one <laughs> but you know thank you to darnell hudson thank and you darnell. To sasha titus thank you sasha and we hope to hear from all of you And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. (laughs) <laughs> Let me get some more water. That was a good one. That felt like a short one, but a good one. Yeah, it was actually 28 minutes. Oh, okay.